Hello and welcome to episode 28 of One Sporting Way. My name is Riley Clark, and as always, I am joined by two wonderful co-hosts. One of them is not Dave this week, who has taken a week off, and so we miss and we love him, but we brought on a special guest that we'll get to in just a second, but I'm going to throw it over to Remy. How are you doing? What are you drinking? Hey, um, you were very close to saying Dave and Remy, <laughs> joined as always by Dave and Remy. So close, I was like, I, I caught it. Can our special guest um, do the uh, Dave impression? We will see. Um, well, okay, I had a plan to try a new beer on the podcast. I literally have them in my fridge, um, but I just played soccer and I'm about to be severely dehydrated. I just like feel it happening. What I think this might be episode like three in a row, Remy. Of just I know, and I feel terrible, but also, like... It's a long season. Yeah. Um, yeah, Sundays are really the best day for our team to play soccer, so that's, like, the only time we get to. So, I don't know. Maybe we'll have to start recording at, like, 4 a.m. on Sundays, and then I will drink a beer. Um, and I'll be... I'll have a little buzz for church. Yeah, the best <laughs> kind. Um, but, yeah, here's... There's my water. The I Heart Tap water bottle is back. So, but, how are you yeah. doing? Um, I'm good. We just had a huge work event on Friday. Um, it went super well. We had a ton of guests on uh, the college campus and it was really exciting just to show off. Um, we got a brand new building and like finished a huge campus renovation project. So um, really, really exciting. I'm excited to take some comp time next week. That's always nice. We encourage in the Clark, we definitely tell people take your sick leave. Because it's meant for taking days off. Do not save it. Yeah, I'm a big fan of work and rest are equally important. Well, our our next co-host is chomping at the bit to comment on what you just said. So oh, you might okay. Show her. Well, drum roll. It's Robin. Hello, everyone. Hi, wife. <laughs> it's wife. Yay. It hello. was so funny. Every like when I went to go visit you guys in South Carolina. Um, Right, Riley just kept saying my wife, and I say that now about random things, but it doesn't make sense. But it's perfect. I love it. Yeah, love it. That's awesome. Hey, wife, how are you doing? What are you drinking? I'm doing well. Um, I just got back from the beach, which was great. Um, I'm working on my summer tan. It's glorious in April, so that was great. Um, we rode bi- bikes on the beach. One of the best things about um, Hilton Head Island and the, its beaches is they're like really hard packed sand. And so, you know, how sometimes there's like soft sand, which is great for laying around, but you can ride your bike on it, which is pretty awesome. Or like when you think of like bodybuilders running or like Baywatch on the beach, it's that kind of uh, beaches that I think of. So it's Well, Baywatch was filmed the here, right? Yeah, Baywatch, the... Um, not on Hilton Head. It was on Tybee Island, but that's just like an hour south of us. So it makes me laugh that <laughs> that's where my watch was filmed. Dwayne The Rock Johnson was here. He, he was there. The I love it. Am I supposed to pass it back to you? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm drinking. You didn't ask Oh, me yeah. Her. Yeah, I did. I said, how are you doing? What are you drinking? Oh, sorry. I'm drinking um, Catawamba. Is that how you think you say it? Yeah. Catawamba. White zombie. It's a white ale. No, I'm pretty sure this is Palmetto Barinko. Oh, wait, I had that on the beach when I went to visit you guys. Yeah, so just like last week where I was drinking the beer that we bought when you were here from a month ago, it's the same thing. I'm impressed you have some of each. I take that back because it's in Morganton, North Carolina. Shout out to Catawamba Valley. Rinko. If I'm saying it wrong, 
That's because okay. I don't know. And now we, you won't get sp- we won't get sponsored. That's true. Dang it. Sorry. Don't break those new nails. <laughs> we have a thing uh, with Robin's nails. They're, I always love when she gets them done because they're great for head scratches. Mm-hmm. They're gorgeous. Mm. Well, you have to get one of those like little things. You know what I'm talking about where it's like a head massager thing? We have one. But I have a yeah. Robin. A <laughs> Robin. Actually, some of my students really like my fingernails too. They'll like play with them like on the tips or like pet them. That sounds weird. But like it is they... It's like a good sensory input. So I think, honestly, it should be a work write-off that I can say, you know. Oh, I wish. I wanted to go get my nails done for this big work event. But I'm also like, I don't want to schedule something last minute and pay $45 plus for this no, one No, but that's the thing. Deal. You write it off as a work expense. There you go. Yeah. I don't think nonprofits would go for that. <laughs> Fair. I just, I just write it off in my head as a work expense. I don't mm. think it actually ever. I don't think I could support. Put that into a public school at, um, district and go, hey. I need $45. I got my kids' head scratches. <laughs> You're welcome. Sensory input for students with special needs. Mm. Anyways, all right, husband, how are you doing? What, you, what are you drinking? I was also on the beach. Now, I'm doing, I, I'm doing very well. I mean, I've been doing the same thing that Robin's been doing. But I'm drinking a Kentucky Mule which is just a Moscow mule, which is vodka, ginger beer, and lime juice. But instead of vodka, it is Jack Daniels. Interesting. Why is it Kentucky? Is that where Jack Daniels is headquartered? Well, Mm. the whole thing, so we learned, it's the whole thing here in the South. There's like bourbon can only be considered bourbon if it is bourbon Kentucky produced like yeah in Kentucky, but like there's a county in Kentucky that produces bourbon versus like that's why you would hear like Tennessee whiskey is different than bourbon. Though from my standpoint, I'm sure I'm sure there's a difference. It's all just whiskey to me. But I remember sure. a couple weeks ago, I think it was Riley was I like said that I was out of beer, so I didn't have anything else to drink on the pod. And um, it was like either Riley or Dave was like, "Oh well, you could just make like a drink like this. All you need is like some something something like blueberry liqueur." And I'm like, "If I don't have beer, I definitely don't have blueberry liqueur or something like that." <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, totally fair. Well, let's jump into this week. It was a not sad week but it was a bit disappointing so sporting uh last night as always we record on sunday so last night sporting was in a zero zero draw with columbus crew in children's mercy park there was some interesting lineup choices there was a not exciting first couple minutes just because of a solid injury and you know overall like remy i don't know what your thoughts were and, and robin actually watched parts of the first and second half with me it It was just kind of a snooze fest of a game. I wasn't snoozing. I was drinking wine and yelling at my TV. Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Well, it was so funny. I was watching it with uh, my roommate and her boyfriend. And for some reason, we had like all the lights off. So it was just pitch black except for this like soccer game. And um, yeah, I think she was like, I, I don't think she's ever watched like a full soccer game ever in her life. Um, I would believe that. (laughs) <laughs> Which is fine. She's great. She just isn't a soccer fan. Um, but she's like, I'm going to watch this entire game with you just so I can keep hearing your reactions. Because <laughs> apparently they were comical. I don't know. It was it was an unbelievably frustrating game to watch. And, and just a, a couple of the highlights. Uh, 
EC went out with a concussion and a possible broken bone in his face in the second minute of a game, went up for a header, and and one of Columbus's players just kind of smacked right into his face. He he left with blood and didn't look very good. So EC's gonna be be out for a little bit. So um subbed in uh for EC was Veloder, who is 20 years old. It was his second game with the team. Remember when um we were like, who is that as like a designated player? Or I don't know if he's a designated player, actually. He was but a pretty he has, big like, signing, though. One of the highest salaries, and we're like, we don't even know who that is or when he played. But apparently, he's on the current roster. So amazing. So Vloder had a really good game, uh, but then they just uh, we really had two shots on goal or two really good chances. One, um, Kyrie Shelton ended up with a bad pass on a breakaway past Remy Voltaire, and then off a cross. Kyrie had the best shot on goal of the night with the solid header that just didn't quite make it past their keeper. Tim played really well. Our back line looked really solid, which is surprising with EC going out. But I mean, I'm actually going to ask Robin what on what you watched. What were your thoughts? Um, I, <laughs> I made it to halftime. Because that is solid. Yeah, I watched the first half. The downpour of rain looked miserable. Oh, my Lanta. I can't even imagine playing in that level of rain. Um, I noticed a lot, and I think you said it really well, Riley, was that it was probably halfway through the first half that it was just like two teams playing not very good soccer, like from a professional level. So like there was just a lot more errors that you noticed and like missed passes or like on both sides. So I think that's why it made it pretty. And like, I think the score is representative of that too, that there just wasn't that like opportunity for really good fast breaks. And it, they really were just kind of passing the ball to the other team at times too, it felt like instead of to their own players. So it was, yeah, I wouldn't say like snooze fest, but just more like, and I'm sure Remy, that's probably why you had very comical it, I, it was like wine was a necessity at that point. Yeah, yeah. Because you just, I was like, are you, do you know what color your team is? I noticed that a lot of, like straight to the other team. That is a great point. And I noticed that too, because that's usually not something sporting has to worry about. Like we're always one of the top teams that have really good possession and passing accuracy. And I think this game really showed how much we're missing Gotti Kinda in the midfield because he's the one who is like, drawing fouls from the other team because he's so quick and agile and can just like really like define the the tempo of the game but yeah you're totally right I noticed that too and I think I was using some very colorful language when um expressing my feelings of how we were playing Mm -hmm. it was it was two professional teams that I was just very concerned at them not looking very professional it was just not that exciting and i love soccer i love sporting and i legit i was just praying for a draw like they had us on the counter multiple times and tim either came up with a good save or veloder like impressed me at 20 years old courtney ford looked really good yeah did you see that play where um he like blocked two shots like back to back in the box and like kept getting back up to to keep defending that was amazing He and which is the surprising part of our game, right? Like we've complained about our back line so much. And I remember when Bloater came on, both Jacob Peterson and Nate Bucati were talking about how like these are two young center backs who have never played together. And it's their first time on a field at the same time. And they were tracking their movement. And at one point they were basically on completely opposite sides of the field in different positions. And you're like, okay, I can see the. 
I can see the youth. I can see the inaccuracy, the inaccuracies in their like play, but they both left it all out there. Yeah, no, I agree. I actually don't know why Fontas didn't start. I missed the injury report at the beginning of the game. Do you know? Um, I didn't see Fontas on the injury report. I do know that they've just been looking to make some changes. And I mean, we've talked in previous episodes, Fontas has been getting beat a lot lately. And I think the switch to put EC and Courtney out there is just another like attempt at let's try something new yeah maybe you know who I really miss though is Ben Sweat I've like I don't have a problem with him like I really like when he plays and he hasn't gotten a ton of opportunities yet I and I mean I don't have a whole lot else to say on this game like it was it was a fairly uneventful game Robin Remy any thoughts no, that's that's the kind of game it was. There just <laughs> like, wasn't a lot going on. Yeah. Um, I've got a, a a couple questions I wanted to ask. Um, first off, or really just right now, our team is in desperate need of of something. And I was going to ask you guys, what player, whether like currently injured or from the past, would you bring back on to really fire this team up? Oh man, this could easily be like a ten minute segment. Robin can go first. Oh, that's easy for me. But that, like, we know why. Because with all in Polito being out, I mean, it just completely changes the dynamic of the game. Like, the entire front line is just, he's so much quicker. He's so much more agile. Like, you see the speed of, like, when they're striking. It's just so much more intense when he's there. And, I mean, when you talk about, like, top-notch players in the entire world, you're like, that's one of them. And you see, like, such a stark difference. It's like watching uh it sounds weird in professional world but like watching professional player go play a high school game or something like at times he just he outbeats its own players or his teammates he outbeats other other teams and things like that on his own which is really cool and then that hypes like the entire team up but I know like there's been multiple games that I've watched this year that it's like oh man if if he was there and I'm sure I even, like, they always scan to the sidelines and stuff, and he's sitting there, and he just looks miserable, like, not, I mean, I'm sure it's, like, what he loves, too. This is his passion, but it's just funny to watch how he's not happy to be sitting on the yeah, sidelines. he's not having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know he's got to be so bored. Yeah, It'd be like, yeah. as a teacher, if they're like, hey, for the next year, you're going to sit in a classroom and watch someone yeah. else teach. I wonder if he's taking on more of like a coaching role this season just to like, cause you know, he's like contracted. This is still his job. So I'm sure he has to be when he's not training individually to do like PT type of stuff for his knee. I wonder if he's kind of like at the practices offering like another perspective on what he's seeing of like what we need to work on or what's going well with the team. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, Robin, yeah. I'm on the same page as you. I, I'm just trying to think of, like, which attacking player I would bring back. I'm like, I really wish we had, like, some ex-Europe player on our team that, like, like they, I feel like they always go to, like, L.A. or something. But mm. Weren't you all talking about who's the player that went last year? Elie. Elie, that's, like, now uh, they're probably going to get relegated. Oh, you're talking about uh, Jean-Luc Busio. Busio, that's it, Busio. Oh, Aww. man, if we had Busio in the mm-hmm. midfield right now. That makes me sad, I know. <laughs> and when I've been I've been checking up on Venezia. They are for sure getting relegated down to Syria. No, no. Well, maybe he'll, like, get bumped up a little bit if he's continuing to do well. Yeah. Gosh, he would be. I, I was thinking I would love to see Peter Vermees as a player out there. <laughs> 
He would like, kill. He would kill people on accident. Like he, he would. He's so angry. <laughs> I mean, Remy, you caught it. He was so mad he fell over last night. Oh yeah, I don't know if you guys saw, saw that. I don't even remember if it was first or second half, but he was like so pissed at our team for just passing the ball back to the defense and swinging it around um, instead of just pushing up and trying to like get a shot on goal that he like he just was like so mad and he like whipped around and then tripped over his like trench coat looking thing (laughs) and like fell over (laughs) it was awesome that was the highlight of the game for me I did notice he was angry last night anytime we like had a chance to make one or two more passes and we decided to go back to the back line like which is so sporting KC right now just hoping to find something space in in the space but he was like yelling and screaming and running up and down the line it was it was good to see like I like seeing him fired up and Nate was saying on the on the broadcast like it shows that he cares and it shows it it was in reference to Ndenbe like got shoved over in like the 15th minute and he got up and almost started a fight and you know it's bad when Johnny Russell is the one breaking up the fight because he's just an angry angry man and I love him so much for it but he like breaks up the fight and they were trying to like, it shows that they actually care. Like the, these players aren't just giving up, like they're trying their best. It's just something's there is a piece or two missing right now. Yeah. When that happened on TV, um, I probably made like a gasp noise and my roommate came running in from the kitchen and then she got interested because it was a fight. And I'm like, you know, they have like fights, like full channels of like professional <laughs> fights. She's like, no, this is better. But Remy, who are you bringing back? Okay, I, I've been debating between Kai Kamara, CJ Sapong, and Dom. And I think if there was a way to combine Kai Kamara and CJ Sapong into one human being, that's who I would go with because they're such a good pair. Well, I was just curious how we would kind of reinvigorate the team. But it, it, in some bright news, we got a couple international call-ups. Remy, who's, who's going where? Alrighty. Yeah. So over the last couple of weeks, we um, saw some news that Caden Pierre from SKC2 is going to join the U.S. U20 national team. So that's super awesome. And then um, Ozzy Cisneros is going to join the U.S. U19 team. And he's from Omaha, Nebraska, which is where I was born. So go Big Red shout out. Go Ozzy. Yeah. You know he's a huge Husker because no one ever born in the state of nebraska has ever not been a husker fan (laughs) and if not they're banned from the state probably they actually their birth certificate gets changed (laughs) yeah exactly i mean that gives me hope for like our younger players coming up yeah well caden pierre isn't even on the like first team roster which is he was there for a minute last season when we were down a million players (laughs) yeah i had a question well just for our listeners i think it'd be cool if Robin gives us some background on like her sports world and how she got into watching soccer. Is it just Riley? Is it because you're a sporty gal? Like, tell tell our listeners. Hmm. Okay, fair. Um. So the world of like sporting KC is definitely because of moving to Kansas City. So I wouldn't say like from. I guess I'm working backwards. Um, sporting would be connection with like friends and Riley and things like that with SKC. Um, but I played high school soccer. Um, I was a defender, which was fun. So I enjoyed that just as knowing the game and different things like that. But, and then of course, you know, flies on a turd ball when you're, when you're itty bitty. 
because that's <laughs> yes. Come again? Okay, I love this description of soccer. Whenever think of like five year olds, when you send your five year old out to little league soccer, it's called flies on a turd ball because there's just a bunch of flies running around after the turd. It was great. Yeah, Riley had the idea, but you know how it's like the mob, the just like mob of running and things like that. It's so fun. Oh my gosh, it's great. Flies um, on a turd ball. Yeah, so I would say definitely I've enjoyed it. I enjoy the sport of soccer. I've played recreationally. It's just enough to like be able to have some simple handling skills, things like that. Nothing like Remy by any means. But uh, yeah, so it's fun. Definitely enjoy that. But yeah, for sporting itself, I would say I, my family, maybe similar in the sense of like you saying like being a Huskers fan, my family is very much, I was raised in Oklahoma and then into Colorado, but like Oklahoma is very big into college sports because that's all they had. Um, They didn't even get the thunder until I moved away. So my family was raised on college sports and definitely, and our alma mater, K-State, is not like heavy collegiate soccer school by any means. So um, we had some friends, one of our, one of my girlfriends, she played for Arkansas, which was really cool. So that was fun to see, but from a collegiate level, it just wasn't really a focus. So it's been fun, like to get to world, see like the national level here and then, um, and then going into international stuff too. It's just, it's really cool to watch professionals and people who are amazing at a sport and have amazing skills and then that they get to do this as their career especially sports that you don't think of like I know oftentimes in in America especially like we think about football and baseball and NBA but other than that like there isn't I mean every four years we watch like ice skating or like my main sport growing up was swimming and so seeing swimmers or track stars things like that and then that they are professionals and then the same like even with soccer players like having getting to be professionals with like a job and a skill that they do kind of like you even talked about with on Polito, like it is their job still so they still have things that they have to do it's not just absolutely is every single one of those men on the field like perfectly toned and in the best shape of their entire <laughs> Yeah. Um, Robin, who's the most perfectly toned player out there? <laughs> oh, um, this is fun because it's, I know, very controversial in, in the world of you all. I will tell you, this man is a beautiful specimen and it does it is just needs to be known. Might not like his playing, but Kyrie Shelton, that man, his that, that jawline. That facial hair, he's a beautiful It can human. cut through butter. <laughs> it could cut through, yeah, chiseled. It's gorgeous. So it's it's pretty glorious to in, enjoy seeing him on the screen. Even I would not say, like, even when he's making errors, because I know that's not fun. But I also enjoy when I get to see him on TV. Yeah, so that's me. Classic yeah. gal pal talk, am I right? Yeah, absolutely. It's good stuff, right, Riley? Yeah. <laughs> Riley's like, here I am. <laughs> I love it. No, this is fun. I'm I'm enjoying having Robin on the podcast with us. Yeah, we've been meaning to for a while. And Robin's our first gal pal guest of the pod and the first one of season two of the pod. Blessed. I love it. Well, I'm going to take us on to our last couple bits of news here. So as always... This podcast is slowly morphing into not just a Sporting KC podcast, but just a Kansas City soccer podcast in general, because we always got to check in on the current KC Current news, um, where KC Current is in their final match 
tonight actually playing right now as we're recording. So we will know the result by the time this comes out on Tuesday. They are playing the Chicago Red Stars for a spot in the NWSL Challenge Cup semifinals. I actually had to go do a little bit of research because I don't actually know how the NWSL Challenge Cup works in any way. So I had to go do some research. Please tell us. So the Challenge Cup is broken up into three groups. So group A, B, and C with the now 12 teams in the NWSL. Each group will play double round robin where they'll play every team at their stadium and the away stadium. And at the end of that, the winners of each group will go on to the next round. So as of right now, Casey Current is currently in first place in group C. Uh, North Carolina is in group A first place and the OL Reign are in first place in group B. So each of the top three goes to the semifinals plus the best second place team. And that's where Kansas City is currently in trouble because right now we only have 10 points and the worst goal differential of teams with 10 points, which are the other two second place group teams. So we have to win or tie against the Chicago Red Stars tonight. And that will send us on to the NWSL Challenge Cup semifinals. This brings me to da 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 da. Ding. I was hoping Robin would say it, but. Robin doesn't know the bit. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Our trivia tonight actually is going to lean towards Casey Current. And this is my question How many wins? did the Casey Current have in their inaugural season? And a reminder, because I know Robin doesn't pay attention to the news as much as as we do because we have a podcast on it every week. Casey Current was dead last. I'm aware of that. And I knew it was not a lot. So I kind of feel like I have a one in 10 chance because I'm assuming they didn't make double digits. But that's a lot. And how many wins, not how many points did they have last season? How many wins? Four. I was going to say, I'll say five. Robin gets on the scoreboard because what? it is three wow, wins last Robin. year. Okay, that is like really depressing, but also I'm really say, happy for Robin. But that's not a good like, No, and this is why I wanted to bring this in. A big yikes. So the reason I wanted to, I, I brought it up is not to just be a huge bummer because that is kind of a huge bummer. Um, I want to bring that up because right now, Sporting or Casey Current in just six games has three wins in the NWSL Challenge Cup. Yeah, and that's not even the regular season. So, and it, it just it gives me hope that this season is going to be much better for Casey Current, especially because they actually have a home at Sporting or at uh, Children's Mercy Park. They are they've got some great new signings. They've got amazing players this year, and I am very much looking forward to watching them play this season. Oh, yeah. When I watched them last week, they played, like, super well. So I'm kind of pumped to keep going to games. And I'm excited because when we one day come back to Kansas City, we will have the stadium on the river. That's so cool. Um, Also, Riley was just looking at all the standings. The names of these teams for the NWSL are awesome. I'm like, holy guacamole, every single one of them is fun. What's your favorite I like team? Gotham. Gotham. Gotham FC, yeah, that's so fun. Yeah. I like the Houston Dash and the San Diego Wave. I mean, I liked the K- Casey Current anyways, but then there's the Carolina Courage, I think. Yeah. North Carolina like, oh, well, How did you know that? It wasn't even on the screen. I saw it earlier. Oh, okay. Orlando Pride. Like, those are just yeah. so 
fun. I I'm I'm all about the the names, like even like Sporting KC. There's a ton of soccer that are names that are great too. Other than just like the typical like, sorry, thinking of the normal like the Bears, the Tigers, the Lions. They're it's you boring. just literally named the Lions, the Tigers, and Bears. <laughs> 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 Right. Remy, what's your last piece of big news? Um, okay, well, last month we reported that a record was broken for uh, for attendance for a women's professional soccer game, and you'll never guess the record was broken again by the same team. So the women's Barcelona team um, just broke another record. There were a total of ninety one thousand six hundred and forty eight fans in attendance to watch their game against Wolfsburg, where they won five to one. Um, this was on April 22nd. The fact that they beat their own record like in the same year is really inspiring for women's soccer. And like everyone's just so excited. And I don't even think they probably have like really probably absorbed the magnitude of what this really means. Well, any any last thoughts before we wrap up the pod? Robin, how was your experience on a podcast for the first time? Just dandy. Yes, this was fun. I don't know if you know this, but everyone loves you. That's good. Mm-hmm. It's true. Including me. <laughs> I feel like for some reason in that moment I had to say it. That's good. Well, thank you, Remy, for making a podcast. And Robin, thank you for, for joining me on the same microphone in our home. I always love recording this. And, and I know Dave will listen. And I, I feel like I always have to say, like, we love you, Dave. And, and we miss you. And we'll, we'll hopefully see you next week. And to all of our listeners, thank you. Remy, where can they find us? In South Carolina at this address. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, just kidding. You can find us on Instagram at One Sporting Way Pod. Um, you can also email us if you have questions, comments. Yeah, at one sportingwaypod at gmail.com. Awesome. Well, thank you for recording. And as always, everyone, you can find us down here next week at One Sporting Way. Ding. <laughs>